0: let yeah. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Tariq from Diasportive Radio. We got a little interview coming up with Drea, an Instagram delivery chef, uh, and how they have made a response in terms of this Corona COVID-19 situation in Berlin and how that affects the community building that goes on in this city, in these kids. Again... This is Diaspora Radio. We'll be talking shortly. Just hold on. All right. Uh here we are with the uh, first segment of the Corona Response uh, from Diasportiff Radio. Uh, we are Live today with Drea. Uh
1: Drea,
0: I'm sorry.
1: I said hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: definitely on the uh, Corona wave doing this remotely uh over a Zoom chat. So it's not not exactly perfect, but we got some some things to say. Um Drea, can you give a little introduction about yourself?
1: Sure. Um my name is Dre, as you already said. Uh, I'm actually a DJ and a hobby chef. I've um, been living in Berlin since 2006. been doing my own events and I've just been freelancing here since, yeah, like I said, 2008 pretty much. Nice. Anything else to say about myself?
0: <laughs> no, that's fine, that's fine. Uh, what kind of music do you DJ?
1: Um, Anything under the umbrella of hip-hop and r and B, a a little bit of bass, some garage music. Um, so it's a pretty wide range, I'd say. Just not, I don't really play techno, I don't play rock music, but anything in between that,
0: yeah. Cool, cool. And um, in, in terms of this corona uh, experience that's going on right now, like, you know, um, you being a DJ um, and really into that style um, without people being able to gather, um, what have you been doing to kind of keep sane?
1: To keep sane? I mean, to <laughs> keeping sane, that's a whole other aspect <laughs> that's, that goes beyond Corona, you know, but um, my boyfriend is a producer so i've been like trying to find i was like digging samples for him it was like oh sample this uh sample that you know and then he would make like no lie like 20 tracks a day um we also have a son so i think that makes it a bit easier to pass by like time time wise at least you know because i mean you're always busy he's three years old um and then, yeah, one day, you know, I've been just, I, have, I had cooked way too much because you know, <laughs> night, I got too much time. So I just hit up a few people and asked them if they wanted some food. And then, you know, like an hour later, I was like, wait, why don't I do this more often? Because, you know, I love, I mean, I'm not a professional chef, but I really, like I cook for my friends. Like, you know, I cook for my, so I feed people like they're my family. And I really like enjoy when when people like my food and you know absolutely um yeah so then you know this whole little idea developed and I've been doing this for like what like 10 days now maybe
0: okay um so this wasn't like an immediate response but this was kind of like something that you thought like what can I do to help the people in my community that I would normally be meeting with maybe at the Spady maybe at the Spree
1: yeah, for sure. I mean, now that's also, you know, the weather is nicer it was like, okay, people, some people actually did come over and pick up food. Okay. So I was like, yeah, if you have Tupperware or whatever, just come to the house and grab some food, you know, if they want to leave a little donation for that, they can, but it's not a, you know, mm-hmm. um, but then I was like, mm, I'm not really that comfortable with like a lot of people coming in and out of the apartment, you know, I'm picking up food. So I was like, maybe I should just deliver it. And so I'm also sometimes it's like, hey, if you want to leave the house and go for, you know, like ride your bike someplace, we can just meet there. So I told like multiple people to meet me at one spot Mm -hmm. so they could combine it with a little time outside.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of like, yeah, I uh, when I picked up food uh, recently, uh, it was delicious, by the way. So, so, so good. Thank you very welcome thank you um i i I thought it was definitely great that you had someone else picking up as well, just kind of like centralizing things and kind of giving yeah you know an opportunity and also making it logistically smarter for yourself as you kind of go about the small operation,
1: yeah. You know, I'm, I'm. This is not like about capitalizing or anything. It's, it's super cute because like this one uh, girl hit me up and she was like, "Oh, I, I make my own hibiscus juice, and or hibiscus tea, um mm. which is more like an iced tea kind of vibe. I'm sure you're familiar to it." And you know, her dad is from Senegal and she was like, Yeah, he sends the hibiscus over. Could you combine it with your with the food? You know, is there any way you can like add it to the delivery? And I was like, sure, you know. And then someone else um baked a bread, like a homemade bread, and we kind of um we um trade it some, you know, kind of and then his bread was delicious also. <laughs> <laughs> it's bomb bread really is so good. Um, so I feel like it's it's really cute that, you know, a lot of people have been, like, texting me, like, oh, this is such a cute idea, I have this product, you know, can we, like, have a conversation somehow, and, I don't know, it's just been, it's been such a, like, lovely, cute experience, because I was, you know, obviously a bit nervous in the beginning, because, you know, that's why, for example, I wasn't gonna deliver any food to, like, Kreuzberg or Neukölln, because there's Senegambia that restaurant, and there's Didi Pa, and, Didi Pa is a Ghanaian restaurant they recently opened. So I was like, no, nah, man, I'm not going to deliver there because they depend on delivery right now. Absolutely. And I'm not saying that I'm a direct <laughs> challenge. for them. <laughs> but, you know, I just <laughs> I didn't want to take any customer away from them. You know,
0: absolutely. It's it's um, and it's interesting because it's not like it's um, it's not like a plethora. It's like a lot of restaurants that offer yeah. African food in Berlin. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I personally would have to go to like Yam, just as like a central location. Uh, but Senegambia was really close to my old office, so that was that was always the greatest lunch times. Um, kind of check for out. sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely um, you know you are providing kind of African inspired food, African dishes, you know, down to the the ingredients, the the red palm oil. Um, you know how we, you um, you use the lime um, in the the cooking of the plantain.
1: Did I use what? Excuse me. Say again.
0: You, you use like this li- uh, lime calcium uh, and steaming in the the plantain for the bitter leaf. Yeah.
1: That's for the bitter leaf because you know the limestone takes out the bitterness. Yeah. I don't was... know if you're familiar to the. This is a Cameroonian dish called Dole. And uh, the leaf that you use, I mean, in Europe, a lot of people use spinach instead of the bitter leaf. You don't always get it. That's one thing. And when, you know, when you do, it's frozen and it's really, really bitter. So to take out some of the bitterness, uh, you have to like kind of soak it overnight and cook it with a a limestone. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, these are the different processes that, you know, for the most part, a lot of people aren't taking the time to do this by themselves. Um, so definitely the restaurants and the delivery in any way you can get it, something that's inspiring. Uh, even as my myself, I consider myself like a chef. I cooked at a restaurant here in Berlin for a while. But... Just to have. Yeah, I sip. saw the dishes
1: on your Instagram. I looked. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely stalked you a little bit. I was like, oh my God, all his food looks so nice, man.
0: Oh, thank you. I got the. I did a special on ZDF at one point uh, about Toast Hawaii. And
1: mm. apparently
0: it comes on TV every so often. So.
1: Mm. Okay. Yeah,
0: check it out. Okay.
1: I'll check it out for sure.
0: <laughs> um, is there like a story behind the the dishes you you've you've chosen? It it seems to be um from what I've seen the menus consisted of, you know, one or two dishes daily. Um and mm-hmm. I don't think anything's really been the same. Maybe you had jollof twice?
1: I had to get jollof twice. I had to make it twice because there was too much demand. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know it. Like jollof rice is like the staple of West Africa. It's like, you know, or rigra, You know how they like uh, in some countries in West Africa, most the French-speaking countries, they call it rigra, but it's uh, it's really like the pizza of West Africa, almost. You know, it's like mm. you make jollof. Everyone's going crazy, and there's so many different variations of jollof rice. But really, the story behind it is, I love Ghanaian food. That's my favorite food in the whole world, okay. and. <laughs> yeah we went to Ghana recently um my boyfriend and i with our son and we visited some friends and family there and um you know obviously i was like oh my god like getting Ghanaian food like you either have to cook it yourself in berlin you know or in germany period you have to like cook it yourself or you have to wait for like a party or a wedding or something to get it so you know it's like oh I, I'm, I'm let me make that and then I had this, I mean, the story behind it really is, I had this friend, her name is Lorraine, and she moved to London a couple of years ago. She's originally from Ghana. And she taught me all these dishes years and years ago. Cause she made, and I'm telling you, she's my like jollof queen. She, she made, <laughs> till this day, like, I don't think anyone has ever managed to top her jollof rice. I don't know what she put in there, she showed me how to make it, but I'm pretty sure she left out a few details. just so I'm not make I don't make it as good as she
0: did. <laughs> You can't have all the secrets.
1: I can't have it all, you know. I gotta figure it out for myself, but she definitely gave me the wings, you know. <laughs> she, she gave me the wings. Yeah, she was um, yeah, my, my friendship with her literally consisted of calling what did you cook today she called me what did you cook today we coming back from travels do you have food at your house like we would run over to each other's house and eat so i kind of missed i've missed that you know and i was like yo why am i like there's so many people here that want to eat that food and so that's why you know i've started with the loaf and then made some red red, um and had the um bitter leaf dish with the peanuts and uh we're gonna make an easter special Oh. so we're gonna have like yeah know. <laughs> get ready because yeah like i told you the girl hit me up with the hibiscus tea mm-hmm. and so we're gonna like um my friend nana who's also from ghana he makes his grandma's recipe of puff puff or buffrot as they call it in ghana okay. and so we're gonna have that as a dessert then three dishes to, to choose from
0: well and, yeah. you can't you can't you can't ask people to choose you got to just have all three together
1: I mean they can have them all together. We don't want to make like a price for all of all of it as a menu and then okay. optional if you just want one or two things, you know, then we just yeah, we're just gonna have to like figure that out somehow.
0: Nice. Yeah, shout out to but Nana. I, you know, I uh, I've I've known him for a while. Um running oh, into him at uh, poetry meets soul events.
1: Exactly. That's him. He's an all around talent, you know, he's just like jack of all trades.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he does poetry, music, like anything, really. He's um he's a brilliant person.
0: Yeah, he's definitely someone uh, I, I I look to for creativity. Uh, he's, uh, I mean, just the colors yeah. he uses are so vibrant, um, just in his photography mm-hmm. sometimes that like mm-hmm. it's very um, attractive and inspiring. Because a lot of his words you have you have to sit there and read them, and it's it, they're not long paragraphs sometimes, just two sentences, but. Psh. He's really got a gift. Yes,
1: he does. He does, and also just his personality. Period. I just and he was the one, you know, when I said, "Oh, I'm gonna make red bread, but I'm gonna try because." Oh, also the thing is, all the uh, all the food I cook, I try to make it vegan at least vegetarian. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, um, because I really don't. I don't believe that. <laughs> everyone's gonna hate me now but i don't believe that red palm oil like the palm oil i don't think it's healthy at least i cannot my body i don't even give it to my child so i was like oh i'm gonna make the red red without the palm oil and his nana was in my dms like two seconds later (laughs) 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 he was like cancel your whole thing if you're not putting palm oil in there because because I made it on Christmas before without the palm oil. And I don't think anyone even, like, people didn't even really fully notice it. Mm-hmm. You know, but I was like, he's right. If I want to make this, you know, original, then I got to make it with the palm oil. So I did. I listened to him. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's that's that's the beauty of food telling a story because that would be like leaving a chapter out of a whole book. So you kind of mm. need that context to it. Agree. Um, I- Yeah, Drea, do you have any other thoughts on like this, uh, kind of like underground economy, uh, that's kind of like happening right now with this Corona? I mean, you're delivering food via Instagram. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, is is this going to just, do you think this is just going to blossom into a lot more small kitchens, making 10 plates to go helping out some friends type of thing?
1: I know it does. Like the restaurant around my corner, for example, it's called Baldo. They're delivering, for example, to hospitals because a lot of the cafeterias in the hospitals, for example, are closed as well. Ah. So they they cooking up a a couple of dishes a day, you know, and they deliver it to hospitals, to single moms, people with lower income. You know, I think that obviously, you know, this Corona situation brought out a lot of assholes as well, but it also, you know, Brought out a lot of solidarity in some people. And, you know, for me, I'm like, okay, this is a kickoff or an idea. Hopefully, maybe, you know, in the future, I can, I can like maybe rent out a small kitchen somewhere and start a little side hustle, like a little delivery service or catering service. That would be great for me if it works out. But I think for a lot of people, you know, it's like they're forced to sit with themselves and think about you know, what they really want and if it's really necessary. Because for DJing, I can tell you that, you know, once Corona hit us, no one needed me. <laughs> was not needed, you know? So everyone with an actual, actual like uh, necessity skill, that's the people we were looking for. People that can cook, help out, nurses, doctors, you know? Yeah. And it kind of woke me up a little bit because I could have been on the live stream boring everyone with a a dj set Mm -hmm. i could have done that you know but i mean that's just my ego really staying relevant blah blah blah. it's not the most important thing
0: yeah i mean you you got to meet the people so i think everyone's definitely on instagram doing live streams but um i mean it's no shade to them yeah but it's you know yeah it's not like, you're putting yourself out there by doing deliveries, but at the same time, you really may be that one smile. <laughs> and your boyfriend as well It might be that one smile you see, you know? Because, you know, times are kind of weird right now. So it's it's definitely...
1: It's so weird. Uh, it's weird as hell. And obviously, to be really honest with you, like, us as a family, we're delivering together, you know? So it's like, you, as you saw, us, you know, with my boyfriend, and then my son's in the back. Usually no one notices him <laughs> because he sits in the back. But, um it's also like it's cute it's almost like a little family business you know so i don't know i think it's just really positive for so far you know i'm saying this with a lot of caution because i fully understand that a lot of people suffer right now but for us this has been more of a positive experience than a negative one
0: that's beautiful that's beautiful it's it's definitely it's definitely times like this to look towards a silver lining and just to, to try to you know you yeah know, be, be grateful be thankful and also just to absolutely to do what you can do uh because <laughs> at the end of the day this is uh you know this is this is this is life right now so yeah
1: yeah and don't know what life is going to be like after this either you know we really we don't know
0: that is so true <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah nice All right well drea thank you so much for being a part of the podcast um uh, i will try to
1: for asking to do this
0: you're very welcome um i we have your your easter menu coming out soon uh this podcast will be up just in time for that um so i wish the best of luck in the future uh and you will be seeing my face because your food is more than delicious thank you
1: well thank you and you know people can maybe i dm you from my contact or whatever if they want to get in touch and order something or you can spread the word if you want to cool cool cool
0: i'll definitely uh definitely try to help out where i can
1: all right well thank you so much
0: you're welcome have a great day okay
1: you too